Episode 18, Ewok Village. What the fuck? Star, what the f- I'm your host, Marty Cow, with my co-host, Jason Tagmeyer, and today's episode is the Bright Tree Village, also known as the Ewok Village that appears in the movie, Return of the Jedi. And we didn't mention our buddy Alex. Well, uh, he's tied up in a net somewhere. Uh, it couldn't make it. Yeah, he didn't have a lightsaber. Does that what they used to get out? I don't remember. R2 cuts it? Uh, I don't know. I need to go back and watch it. It's been a while. Um, so, so, Ewok Village. Um, everybody knows the Ewok Village. It's just the the center point of a good chunk of, of Return of the Jedi. Yep, as soon as I wind on Endor, basically, after the speeder chase, basically, the rest of the scenes in Endor take place there. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it's the whole movie, but it's not. But, I mean, it really, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Um... Ewok Village is a city in the trees, essentially. Um, it's a mini Kashyyyk, if you were Star Warsy. That's true. Uh, well, the whole thing's a mini Kashyyyk because yeah. Ewoks were they're they're like a play on Wookiee. Exactly, the name comes from, and they were originally supposed to be Wookiees, but they couldn't afford the costumes. Is that the truth? I have no idea. I'm just taking a guess. <laughs> um, I mean, if they were Wookiees, there, what would folk Star Wars fans complain about? What would they have to complain about? The prequel trilogy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the past, for the 15 years before it. Uh, nothing until the uh, until the extended universe got on. I'm sure they would have. There's got to be something. Uh, George Lucas intended that a primitive race would overthrow the Empire in what would intend to be the time at the final episode. It was originally planned to use Wookiees. Yep. But decided that against it after it had been established that Chewbacca was proficient with technology. Which he's always been proficient with. Well, listen to our episode one, and you'll know all about Wookiees and their uh, Ewok is bows. basically uh, it's Wookiee backwards, essentially. They yeah, with an eye and a knee, um, and they rearrange the words. It actually, it's really hard. It's a bit of a stretch, but anyway. So uh, the Ewok village itself, though, is just a little kind of like a bunch of random huts in a tree, connected with vines. So whether you know anything about Ewok Village from the films, or even if you've ever seen it, you have to know the toy. The toy Ewok Village was oh, the I've... prime. I mean, whether you hated them or not, it was the by far one of the best toys to come out of the, the, the Kenner line. Yeah, if there was if there was ever if there was ever a Star Wars toy that I would ever want that I've never owned, it would be the Ewok Village, and it would be Lego Ewok Village, and it would so, be. The Sandcrawler. The but... Kenner Ewok Village, <laughs> I just sold three of them and should have given you one. <laughs> I would have loved it, but that doesn't I, um, <laughs> But the, uh, which I have a fact about that, we'll get to later. But the uh, Lego Ewok Village is like my, you know, the the thing that I want the most and will never have. It's $250 and it's It's always amazing. And every time they make a new one, like a new version of, of that set, it's, it's always... bigger and better. It's and... bigger and better and more expensive. <laughs> you can't win with no. it. No. Like the reason I like Ewok Village so much as a toy was it's a playset. Like a ship can only go so far. I'm not the biggest fan of like like even the Lego ones, just of the ships because you set up a ship and you can fly it around and put your characters in it. But you set up a playset and you've got 
you've got the starting point for for just your imagination to go wild. Yeah, this wild. is true. One of the few play sets that you'll see yeah. in almost every line of toys is the Ewok Village. Because, I mean, they made the Death Star playset, and nobody in the world has that. <laughs> well, know? yeah, that was one that I never had my hands on. Yeah, because it was too good to exist, apparently. Uh, but it's like, but the actual name of it is the Bright Tree Village, Bright Tree Village, which is exactly the name I expected it to have. Basically, <laughs> like, um, but to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if at, this was even considered the name. Like it was called the Bright Tree Village, in the cartoon or in Caravan of Courage. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it came. I don't know that it was there in the source material for Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just always called the Ewok Village, and then somebody was like, well, what's the name of the village itself? I'm sure there's more Ewoks. And be like, no, it's it's a bright tree. You know, bright tree. Uh, I don't know. So in a callback to our last episode, uh, Wikipedia doesn't waste any time. Look at this. The Ewoks later joined the fight against the Galactic Empire, and the village hosted the festivities celebrating the death of Emperor Sheev Palpatine. Yeah, <laughs> the, Sheev. The, the Empire. Actually, I'm on the. You're on the canon section. I'm on the legend section. It is not mentioned, Sheev. Uh, so let's talk about these legends. Canon. Uh, it's a. It's a city in the film. There's a couple little huts. There's a center point with a fire. Um, that's all we really know. There's. Um, yeah, I mean, the toy probably tells us more about it than the film, you know? Yeah. So tell well, us about the legends. So the legends, there's not actually any much more to go on. It's basically, we have a map, which I don't think we have in the canon. Um, the map we're going to talk about in detail, I'm sure. We're going to mention each thing. But it's basically just a bunch of trees in a hut. and It's basically, they live out on these lookout, on these huts up in the ground to avoid roving Goraxes. Which you don't see in all of Return of the Jedi. Yep. But the Goraxes, we do see, I believe, in Caravan of Courage, don't we? Yeah, you see, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. They're they're exactly like I expected them to look, because I've seen them before. Is the Gorax <laughs> in the cartoon, too? He probably is. <laughs> if if he isn't, I will... Oh, my God, he does not appear in the, in the, in the cartoon show. So, I think he, they have other enemies in the cartoon show. Yeah, like a dragon, <laughs> uh, like a uh, some sort of black ghost with a shirt on. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it, it's it's like it's like you're watching Dungeons and Dragons with starring the Ewoks, which is so bizarre. I mean, we watched a little bit of that epi- of an episode before we came on here. First of all, there's two different theme songs. Both of them are terrible, but one is really terrible, but kind of fun. Uh, it's like e e e Ewoks. I'm so lazy, and it, it, it is the laziest. The guy thing sounds so like he just I've, does not want to be there. <laughs> but it's weird in its own. It's fascinating. It is. In its it's own like way. almost like a reggae. I don't even know. It's it's bizarre. Um, but here's so the Ewok Village, uh, Bright Tree Village. It is uh, located 50 meters above the ground. In American, what is that? 150 feet. <laughs> in American, I will tell you exactly. It's three three meters to a foot. We never have to deal with this kind of stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> this is what the Google was made for. <laughs> it's 164 feet. So 164 feet above the ground is pretty high. Do yeah. we see Ewoks climb in, in Return of the Jedi? No, we do not. But we, we do, I prefer, recall seeing, we do see them swing. We, okay. We do. We do see them swing. We, they swing, basically, they swing from place to place in every, uh, all the time, apparently. 
But this is interesting. Some of the houses, including the residents of the Warwick family, which we can get to, were built at ground level. So, uh... They must be the people that look out, maybe? Like, that would be where you would, you know, try to avoid the roving Goraxes mm. and or... <laughs> uh, Dulox, which is the, apparently the rival Ewok race in the cartoon, <laughs> as I have just found out. Also, they might have also been protecting against it Morag, the Tulag Witch. Oh, these names. <laughs> All the names. Anything involving Ewoks have terrible names. All the monsters have terrible names. Yep. All the, the village has a terrible name, admittedly. <laughs> um, almost everything does. Uh, I, I think it all stems back to the Yub Nub song. I think... Yub Nub. Or whatever they say. <laughs> I think that what really does it to me in my head is that like this is not <laughs> that like because they talk so stupid in that in that song, everything must be that stupid. I I, I think when they talk it's not it's not as bad as the song. It's not know? as bad as the song. I think it's that song though that you remember yes. when you think about Ewok language. Um so Let's look at this um this this map and talk about the layout of Ewok Village, aka the Bright Tree Village. Um, so the first thing I noticed when I look at this map, let me guess, is it a place? A yes, place of sickness. It's the place of sickness. <laughs> That's mine too. I, <laughs> I was like, so well, the only thing I can assume that that means because I'm not going to look it up is that it's quarantine. <laughs> it's a quarantine where every sick Ewok, they just like put them in the place of sickness. Uh, it's not even the hut of sickness. It, or the it's just place of sickness. of sickness. It's place of sickness. So either you you're go there when you're sick, you go there to get sick. That's where they keep the sick. It's just, it's interesting. I think it's because they keep every like family in these small huts. Like Everybody's all, so close together. They're always getting like, sick. Yeah. It's like, so they like just put all the sick ones together. That sounds like a place that, like, you know, like, uh, how hospitals are, like, full of sickness and, like, you can get sick and going into a hospital. Just going in there. Just going in there because everybody that's sick goes there. <laughs> it's It's got to be worse than that because if you just have a bunch of sick people laying in this hut all day, like, going in there is going to be, like, deadly. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to be a doctor in the Ewok village. Uh, is Logre <laughs> a doctor? No, he's a shaman. Uh, yeah. But the shaman has his own place, I've just noticed. He does. Which is larger than the place of sickness. <laughs> <laughs> so all the sick ones are huddled together. Yeah. The shaman's got a lot of lake room. <laughs> uh, so the next thing I noticed was the uh, unmarried females and the unmarried males. That was the, the second thing I really um, noticed. Definitely. First of all, they're kept on complete opposite sides. So they're not trying to get these two together in any way. They are kept as far apart in Ewok Village as you could be. Because not only are they on opposite sides of it, you gotta do this whole zigzag to get over to the unmarried males. You gotta swing at least probably three times. You gotta swing. Um, I mean, I guess you can walk everywhere. I will give them that. There is a platform going everywhere. I, I always like the walkways. It's just, it's like a neat, like... It's always great, because it it's also like the scene where Luke and uh, Leia, Leia talk about yep. her, her him being her sister... Whatever, not him being her sister, her being his sister. Um, and I think it just looks great for that sequence, and it's a great-looking set in those movies. Um, but I think it's because the they marry, like, they basically, like, you and you marry. They just pick two people, like, out of the You think hunt. it's, like, a like an arranged marriage? Probably. I, I'm sure it is. Like, there's probably... But the thing is, is that I'm just surprised that they all don't live in, like, family quarters. Like, there's just not dozens of family... Well, there's two that are named family. Which I assume is where the family people live. Like, if they have a family of, like, it's a husband and a wife and two children. 
Yeah, because they separate the unmarried males, and then they have sections for the families. There's a section for the elders. So once you're old enough, you don't have to be with your family anymore. Yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> it's like the like the, the. How long like do you remain in the family hut though? Like, is it like as soon as you like turn whatever the Ewok equivalent of sixty is, you're like tossed into? I the think elders? it's as soon as your kids have kids. As you're as now you... an elder, and they're in the family. Well, no, because as soon as your kids leave, they're going. As soon as your kids are old enough, they're going into the unmarried tent or hut interesting so the man so like the family is is that when they turn into uh, go as soon as the so it's like a like a re you know yeah the kids go to the unmarried huts you go to the elders and the new families come in it's either that or the elders are like every time that like if when a spouse dies like that's where the elders they're like you know the the surviving widow lives in the elder which means that it must be crazy in there the elders is like you know the old person homes here where you know, they have everything. Yeah. There's a gym, there's a movie theater, <laughs> there's a restaurant. It's like dream come true. Oh, and, man. you know, you have to be a certain age to get in there. It costs very little to be in there. Um, I mean, I'm just amazed that these living quarters are still smaller than the shaman spot to me. That's... Yeah, the the, the chief's hut and... Well, forget the shaman spot. That's like that's like a double wide. Yeah, <laughs> but the chief's hut and village meeting place is the is the center the center focus. Well, which place? Like, there's four room building things. In I mean, s- I assume these these are about the size of a moderate room. Yeah, they they'd be smaller because they're what half the size of a person, if not even smaller. Um, yeah, they're about half, I guess. Yeah. Um. So they're they're pretty small. So they they don't have a lot, but the meeting place, like. If whatever the place the chief lives in is still huge, because it can't be that large. He has, I mean, how many kids can an Ewok have? Like, cause um, we only see like two, I think. Yeah, like there's little a, ones. There's yeah. a, any they obviously have more than one because I feel like there were. There's a scene when there's Ewok babies, and I feel like it was babies and not baby. Yeah, like in a. Uh, I don't know if I'm 100 percent correct. I mean, that, I assume but... that they're they're mammalian, humanish, in the sense that like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That they probably have a couple of kids like rabbits or whatever but that's a disturbing thought um <clears throat> i like why does the chief get all that extra space when the rest I of mean, them are forced to live together in family huts because <laughs> i will tell you something about the chief that you don't know oh i don't know anything about the ewoks actually you actually probably know more about the ewoks than i do I probably do. Which is probably a first for this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's mostly because of toys. Everything I know is because of toys. And the Ewoks are definitely toy-focused characters. Yeah, I... My first eBay name was Paplu when I started on eBay in 1998. Wow. And the first thing I bought on there was a stuffed Wicket the Ewok or a stuffed Paplu. I don't know. It actually... I, no, it was a stuffed Paplu, I believe, because... It was the big stuffed Paplu. Those right. stuffed Ewok toys were, were, were the best. But you have to help me here. What, what's a Paplu? He's an Ewok. Which one's Paplu? He's brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Because um, I, I do have only one Ewok toy, and that's just because I think I've had like a dozen of this exact one. It's the gray girl with the pink hood. Princess Kinesa. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I don't know what's sadder. The fact that I can probably name a dozen Star Wars... Does a billion Star Wars characters, but can't name any of the Ewoks, or the fact that you can name all the Ewoks. So we've got <laughs> Wicket Warwick. Oh uh, god, that last name. <laughs> um, there's Paplu. There's Princess Kinesa. There's Chief Chirpa. There's Logray. There's Tebow. 
I'm, I'm running I'm running low on. Uh, I know there's a couple more that I probably know and should know. Uh, all right, I'm going to stop right there. What, do you know what Wicked's middle name is? Wicked W. Warwick? <laughs> it's W. Warwick, but... I don't know what it is. It is Wistry. Wistry? It's Wicked Wistry Warwick. Man, that's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. You shouldn't... Uh, but what about Morlog the Tugal Witch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here, you want to know about... Oh. So here's what I know about Paplu. I forgot. You asked about Paplu? Yes. Paplu's the one that steals the speeder bike. Oh, really? Yeah. He's so he actually is a guy. prominent member. Like, he's a memorable character in that sense. Yeah. He becomes a medicine man after... Uh, Paplu does? Yeah, after Logre was exiled. So... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Logre was exiled, by the way. <laughs> so the reason that Chief Chirpa has a center section, I was going to tell you, is because for years the village was ruled by the wise Chief Chirpa. Why was he wise? I don't know. He's the chief. What about him was wise? I he defended the village from such threats as the Dulocks, the Morag, the Tulga, uh, all that. The Morag, the Tulga, by the way, is hilarious in this picture. On the the Tulga is the when you type in Tulga, this picture is great. <laughs> it looks like a I don't even know something from Doom or something. Wait, wait. But the memorable one is the witch Morag, uh, who hopefully will have a animated picture on his Wikipedia page. It's loading. Sorry, people of the internet. Yep, yep, that's that's fantastic. Everything about that is awful. Um, look <laughs> up Morag the Tula. Everything about that. We'll talk about the cartoon villain length, I'm sure, later. Yeah, I mean, there's um, a whole big story here on Chief Chirpa uh, that we could probably even do a full episode on him alone. I, I would but... love to see if there's a if there's an Ewok novel. <laughs> I like just think it, I just realized like if they told a, a novel from an Ewok's perspective, it'd be fantastic. Here's like the the, the, the all you need to know about Chief Chirpa. By that time, Chirpa had been chief of the village for 42 seasons. <laughs> Holy so, crap. Wait, 42 seasons? That's what? Like 12 years? Yeah. You know, <laughs> when the rebels arrived on Endor, he went with Logray's idea to offer the newcomers a sacrifice to the Golden God. But when he saw how powerful magic they were capable of, he realized that he had erred. So he admits his mistakes. You know? There's this. But what did Logray do to get him exiled? These Ewoks and their history. <laughs> Logray was a great warrior. He was enslaved by Morag the Tolga, which, but learned her force magic secrets and escaped. He became a shaman. Later, as a wise elder, he helped Chief Chirpa administer the village. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. After the Battle of Endor, Logray was exposed as a coward and a bully. Chirpa ousted Logray, appointing Paplu in his place. Furious, Logray retaliated by placing a curse on the village. Paplu enlisted the aid of the Golden One in a ritual to remove the curse. Logre went into exile, and the Ewoks refused to speak his name ever again. Logre is awesome. He's the way he looks. He's got like the stripes. You know, he's the one with the with the the vertical stripes going. Yeah, that's down. why I was like weirded out. Like he would be the one that you would single out as the one you would get rid of. But like, if you look at like they, I feel like the the. Ewoks cartoon people just read Wikipedia, didn't watch the film, <laughs> and had no pictures. Because like, Logre in, in Wikipedia, in in, uh, in the in the cartoon, is an elder. He's got this long double beard, this purple cloak on. He's got this staff. Looks nothing like the film. Absolutely nothing. I, I have to agree. It's just nothing. Like, why does he have a beard? He doesn't have a beard at all. They're, it's just nothing. No, like I mean, that. how do you have a beard when you're all hair? Exactly. <laughs> like. 
the the cartoon is we it's like they read the source material and went right from that, which is interesting. It's an interesting approach to not watch the films and use the source material and come up with your own vision of it. But seriously, kids wanted to see the Ewoks. Logre was strong in the Force. Yeah, he got Force magic uh, from Morag the Tolga. <laughs> Learned her Force magic. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, my God. Wait. He was ousted as a coward and a bully. That means that he was in the dark side of the Force. He was <laughs> a Sith Ewok. <laughs> Logre does, like, he, he's got a little, little like, tood. He's he got a little bit of an he attitude. He doesn't have an attitude in this picture. All Not right. in the cartoon. The cartoon is like... He looks like a nice guy. He, he just looks, looks like, like, the... a, like a dwarf. Like they, they they named the show Ewoks, but it was really just dwarves. Yeah. Just kind of furry things. They don't look like Ewoks in that cartoon. They look really awful. Yeah. Um, so did I miss any Ewoks? Any any prominent ones when I went down the list? Uh, nothing I can recognize. Nothing, nothing that comes up right away from me. I'm going to just take a quick... Quick look. Um, there's a lot, a lot of interesting stuff here. Um, so, going back to the to the village. Yep. Um, we don't know much from the films. No, we only really see a whole a little we bit. We see of the it. center. I guess we see what is it called on we here? We see the the, 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 the center area. Um, we probably see more of that way than we see anything else. Which is end. where C three PO is telling his. His story, the uh, the the village meeting place, the village meeting place. But it doesn't actually look like the the village meeting place. The, the thing that's is, like out in the open. Yeah, because I remember, like, they weren't indoors at all. Three up that house scene, like, it might not be, it, it maybe everything's slightly different than what we can see, or maybe that this isn't a great picture. I I, I don't know, but or maybe I just don't remember it, and there might have been a roof over their head, or there just isn't a roof in the village place. Yeah, I I feel like they were yeah. out just kind of in the center. Um, I, uh, they could have been on the ground too, because there were some ground, like the, 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 the ground areas as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's such a weird place though. Wait, I like how the visitors section, I just realized, <laughs> is separate. Yeah, there's, it's the only thing not connected by bridges, uh, it's one of the only things not connected by bridges, is where they keep the visitors. So like... Like, we're Luke, Leia, and 3CPO, like, over there in the visitors. Yeah. Like, like, that's such a weird thought. Like, how did they get over there at all? Like, I can't imagine them wanting to swing back and forth every day, because that would just be awful. So, do you think... What do you think led to the to the creation of the Ewok Village being up in, up in, the, up in the trees? For like, me, I know exactly what I feel like it is, is Ewoks are, are you know, obviously geared towards kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is like a magic... It's almost like a kid's... Like, every kid wants a treehouse. Yeah, because, like, um... I, I picture it's because of that. It's because this makes a great set. It looks mystical, very friendly, very cool. It's almost kind of reminds me of, like, Peter Pan. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, just, like, a mystical, like, place where the teddy bears live, and they live in the trees, I mean, like, and to be honest, it works, because if I was to ever have a treehouse, I would either want it to look exactly like the Ewok Village, or it would be that one from the, that you can buy, that used to be able to buy, that had the speeder bike. Oh, the, um, you're talking about the, uh, the outpost thing. Yeah, the outpost thing. It would either be that or the Ewok Village. Yeah, so there was a, in, I think it was 1979, no, it, it was definitely, it was after that, because it was, it was, it was, uh, Jedi, maybe 83, 
there was a toy, uh, a kid's like swing set that has a speeder bike and the top of it is like an outpost. Um, almost feels like, like an ATST type like feel to it. Um, uh, and I want to know if these exist today because there, yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, this isn't a tree house actually. I, I apologize, but no, it's awesome. It's, it's the outpost Yeah, and it has a speeder bike underneath and it's a kid's playset thing that's probably about, uh, looking at it there, it's probably about like six feet high. Uh, there's no way there's any of these in existence today. No, like, but they're great. They're so if, great. If anybody had it in their backyard, it's done. It's been long done. If anybody still had it in a box, it's way too big to keep anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, whatever that is, it's just the Return of the Jedi like outpost playset. And a four-sound electronic console in it. I would die for it. And first of all, it probably comes up to my shoulders. <laughs> That's the thing is that nowadays you couldn't even get to use it. Like, uh, and my kids are even too big for it. Uh, but there's is... a lot of stories of people out there that have built their own Ewok villages, like in their like their trees. They've built Ewok tree houses. Yeah, I can see a couple of them like here, like like little villages, because it's it's a great style. It's great. Oh wait, wow, that is from the Star Wars holiday special. Um. <laughs> uh, actually to talk about i'm sure that the concept art for the ewok village comes from the uh, holiday special you think so i think so and the reason it's why it's straight from the wookies it's basically because it looks actually because this looks a lot more like the ewok village does it looks cleaner than the ewok village like it looks more well built but it looks more like the ewok village does than kashit looks like in other things yeah um because there's a sequence in the holiday special, you see the outside of the house a couple times, I think it's in an establishing shot, and then you see Lumpy walk across the uh, <laughs> <laughs> railing and almost die. Um, so in real time, we are a couple weeks from Christmas here, this episode will come out much later, but it's almost time that we get to sit back and watch that holiday special. I will be watching it in full force. I've watched, I watched it the other day, but I watched it with the riff tracks because it's funny. <laughs> as, as I'll it's a little bit more tolerable. Um... But uh, to go back to the village, specifically, because it works. As a, as a setting for kids, I think it accomplishes that thing that that was definitely being trying to done to be done. Yeah, that's the excitement of being a kid is you want to be up in trees. Uh, as you get older and your back starts hurting. and <laughs> then, then you don't you can't go up in the trees or you don't fit on trees. At exactly. least. <laughs> But the, uh, so the thing about Ewok Village for me is the, the, the toys. All the way, it's all about the toys. Um, an interesting toy is that they redid the, the, um, the Ewok toys as Robin Hood toys. Really? Did you ever know that? No, I did not. So they redid um, the Ewok Battering Ram. Uh, they remade it as, as a Robin Hood toy. Um, and they redid the Ewok Village as Robin Hood toy. And all they did was put a little green on them. Like, they, they changed the color tones, but they put a little, like, it's actually molded green, like oh. moss on it. And I have one of them. I have one of those Ewok villages, and I don't know if they're, I know they're not as common, because you, you don't see that stuff much, but I don't know if anybody even cares about them. Um, but yeah, they redid a lot of the, the well, toys. Well, if you ever want a probably cheap uh, Ewok village, you might be able to get one for cheaper, if you got it Robin Hood style. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, or oh. you could buy one of the three that I sold for like five bucks each. Oh well, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other thing, uh, he, yeah. So they it was it was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, 
Um, the, that was the Kevin Costner movie? Was that? Yeah, exactly. And there's the Ewok Village. I'm showing Marty now so he could see it. Yeah. Um, and it just has this gr- extra green uh, leaves on the top, and the, and the color tone is a little different. The Battle Wagon was... The Ewok Battle Wagon is actually a pretty rare Star Wars toy uh, that they redid um, for, for Robin Hood as well. But forget all that. The Ewok Treehouse, uh, the Ewok Family Hut. Mm. Have you ever seen that before? You know what, though? That set is great, but I think it's not the best part about that picture that you're just showing. <laughs> it is definitely it's the bowl cuts. It's definitely the bowl cuts. So, so the Ewok Family Hut was um, I, Ewok's cartoon-style figures. Uh, it was the Kenner preschool line, came out right after Return of the Jedi. Um, it's a huge, it's one tree with a huge uh, just top uh, leaves, you know, coming over. Came with a bunch of Ewoks, the donkey, you know, all the stuff from the uh, from from the cartoon, and it pops up like you can close it, and it's like, and if you hit the top, it pops up, and then you've got all this little area to play with your Ewoks toys. I I have to say, the toys themselves look fantastic. If they, they do are accurate, and, and these aren't like the 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 Ewok action figures that were um, that were beyond amazing and super expensive and, and awesome. These are like little pre- Kenner preschool ones. That are great. They're just. I think I, they're. They don't have any articulation or, or very little, if any. I, I absolutely love the wicket that you can see on top of the in, in the picture of the it's the treehouse, the tree tots family house. I absolutely love the wings that are on them. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually quite impressed by this. I'm more impressed by how I can't read this kid's face. The kid <laughs> off to the left of this picture. Look it up because it helps. Anytime yeah. we mention a picture, just look it up anyway. Because um, he is just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like staring off into space. He's having like a flashback. And the other time. kid is having the time of his life. Oh my God. And he's playing with like, he's playing with the princess. Princess Kinesa. Princess Kinesa. So I have the Ewok family hut, but awesome. it's green and from something else that they redid it as. But I don't know what they redid use, it. Why would they keep reusing these Ewok toys? Because they're uh, just that generic? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they were just more for kids, and yeah. that could go over a little bit better. Uh, the Prince of Thieves is not for kids. No. You're, you're, well, I, yeah, you're right. I don't this know. Is scene, that's the movie where Alan Rickman set, uh, <laughs> says to torture a guy with a spoon because it's dull and it'll hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, but that's yeah. great. I would love that toy. And I... I, I think definitely what's kind of funny is that as we talked about this, we've talked more about the toys than I think we've talked about the village itself because I think the village it's is toys. so iconic. I think it is toys. Like when you think about it, it's just everything is a toy. And as far as the Ewoks go, cause like, you know, like, cause I would, I would put it that like the prequel trilogies had the clone wars, which was all very toy generated. You had soldiers and you had the droids. They were all very toy like. Yeah. But the Ewok village, Ewok was there, was the Clone Wars for that, for that generation, I'd say. Yeah, that makes sense. In the same way, I mean, like, at least in some way, I think that the Ewoks represent a very different thing about the, very different part of it. Like, this is for the little kids, is that they made the Ewoks, or, I, oh, I hate See, to say it for the girls in the, that weren't excited. Yeah, by I mean, for Leia. marketing reasons, I think that. I mean, watching it, I don't, I don't feel that too much. It's just like I can get lost enough in the story that they are a small, you know, race. They're 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 
yeah, they little tiny bear-like things that yeah, people get really bugged out by the Ewoks. I never felt that. Like I just like I look at them and go, okay. So here's my here's my weird like approach to film. It's just like you know, there's small creatures in the Star Wars universe. There has to be. There has to be some story about them. But I feel like the 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 is that the story that everybody wanted to know? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like. Could there have been a better story? I'm sure. You know, the Wookiees obviously would have just been more intense and everything else. But there are these small creatures that have some sort of role. And I'm cool with seeing, like, just knowing how we are with Star Wars nowadays, that we're seeing more and we're hearing more stories. I'm cool with seeing these these oddball ones um, that that aren't exactly what the fans would like. Yeah, like, you know, that's the thing is that, like, the Ewoks bring me back to a different place how i actually feel about the star wars what i like about the star wars universe because every story that's about the star wars universe now all the novels all the ones that people seem to like are all about the bad guys and i'm tired of it like i just read tarkin and all i could think about the time was i was like i wish there was a good guy <laughs> i wish there was people that i cared about and liked I mean, not that i dislike tarkin but in the sense that like i wish that there were good guys in it. I'm listening to the Dark Bane series. Yeah. Who he's the the Sith that decided that there should only be two Sith. The, oh the, yeah, of course. That, that's a big thing. And all I could think about is like this guy's the biggest evil Sith, or at least they're they're trying to present him as that. And like, it's not fun. It's not fun in the way that Star Wars is meant to be. I mean, there's something about this the, the Ewoks that I do really like about the Star Wars universe. Is it's just that there's variety. Yeah, it's it's. You know? ple- I, I just like because it, it's pleasant. Like, you know, like even the TV show, as goofy as it is, you know, it it, it looks like care. It looks like um, gummy bears. It's definitely the one that show. Yeah, it looks and, like. that's, uh, well, that's happy. It makes well, me- yeah, that style of that cartoon. While it, it does not resemble Star Wars Ewoks in any way. It resembles gummy bears and Adventures of Dungeons and Dragons or whatever, and like, I definitely said it looks like Adventures. It looks like, like it's probably the same animation. Too. Like it's it's that era of, of cartoons, and it's so far from today's cartoons because there's not a laugh every eight seconds. There's not, you know, it is like pure story being told very slow. Oh, it's so um, slow. It looks it's like. so you know it's almost unbearable by today's standards, but. It's such a throwback, you know. It, it, well, that's the thing. It makes me. It reminds me of when we were watching that clip because I've seen a couple episodes at least. Because I remember you used to be able to rent a copy on VHS back in the day. That and a copy of Droids I used to rent a couple of times. And yeah, I mean, it kind of reminds me of um, like the old Hobbit cartoon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It it might even be. It could even be the same people. I think it's Nelvana that made it. It's just yeah. I mean, it's that era, and it's so different. I mean, this has nothing to do with anything, but me and my kids are watching uh, some Christmas trailers for Christmas movies. My daughter's uh, eight. Is she eight now? Um, She's getting old. Um, But we watched some Star Wars trailers. And um, we watched... Not Star Wars trailers. We watched Christmas trailers. And we watched, like, Christmas Vacation and A Christmas Story. And just watching those trailers was, like... They felt old for the, you know, you watch the movie, it doesn't feel as old as watching the trailer does. No, and it's, it's that it's marketing. Marketing today is so different. Like, but it's, it's built upon. See, the thing is, is that one of the things that does happen is that society, as we keep moving forward, society gets more complicated in the sense that, like, we know more. We are, as much as people would like to say, this, we are smarter people with each generation. Yeah. And what that is, is that trailers of old used to have to put everything in simpler language 
or explain everything further. But nowadays, we know all of these tropes. You don't have to explain that Star Wars is in space. Yeah. All you have to do is show space for a second yep. or a spaceship, and we'll know it right away. The thing that I noticed about the old trailers is they raced through things. Like, they, they crammed a lot more in them than we have today. Yeah. Like, today, those, like the old trailers, like it would hover on one scene for, like, a second and a half and then cut to something else and then cut to something else. And today, you you know... They're edited in a way together. They're edited in a way that it feels more cohesive, and you know they'll take a line from something else and overlay it with something else. But it feels like it's all part of one. Yeah. And old trailers just going from thing to thing to thing, trying to squeeze in as much of this movie as possible. Yeah, I mean, like if you want to see like a good trailer, like like side by side, how you would do it. Uh, this isn't Star Wars related, though. I know that there's a couple really good Star Wars trailers out there that somebody's made recently that really represent the film and are very modern. Uh, I just haven't seen them, so I, I can't say that I can say. But the ones that I always think of is, watch the old trailer for the original Die Hard film, okay. where it explains almost everything about the story. It, it, it goes in detail about how John McClane is a normal guy. And that he's stuck <laughs> All in these the things bad you don't need to know. Yeah, it's like, like... like stuff that you don't need to know. Now, the modern trailer for the new movie, which is terrible, but it, it, it does... The trailer is instead just that song, the... The Beethoven song that, like, yeah. where when it comes in and Die Hard and it's like, when he shoots up all those guys, it's just that song and it's just showing scenes of action and then it stops. <laughs> like, think about all the stuff you have to know to understand this that trailer. This is like thirty years of, yeah. you know, um, like experimentation and, exactly. and, and experience. Like, and think about else. all the stuff you have to know about that trailer. You have to know that that song was in the movie. You have to know the scene that it's making that it's referencing. You have to know the character. The the story, the pl everything about the diehards to understand this trailer, but it's comprehensible to somebody even if you if haven't you seen. If you have no Don clue, it's yeah. a familiar song with people getting shot and, and it, it, cars it makes, driving around. No know. matter what, it all makes sense to us in some way. Yeah, because we've seen everything. We we at least know what the thing that they're referencing is usually. And this is something that you know, if Alex was here, he hates modern. Trailers. He does. He does. He went off like when we did the the Star Wars. Uh, the trailer for the the Force Awakens trailer, the first one. I I doubt that he, one's going to come out between now and here. But. No, uh, <laughs> but he despised it. Um, yeah, because he just hates that editing, and I I almost hate to say I disagree with him because I can't because older trailers are more fun. Yeah, like, I think that like I mean he comes from the era of he's an old he's a new Hollywood guy. I would describe him as like that that seventies attitude. Not not modern Hollywood. He's but new. he's that mixed with. I mean, he likes the 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 odd sci-fi and and he's a even some of the ground grindhouse type stuff where where there's an art to the trailer. Oh, the trailer is very important when you're talking about grindhouse, and that's why grindhouse trailers are so are fun enough to watch that they make collections on DVD of just grindhouse trailers. Exactly. And the Forty Second Street volumes, by the way, they're great. <laughs> I have one of them, I think. So getting back to the Ewok Village and, and wrapping up the Ewok Village, um, if I had anything to say about it, uh, I love the setting uh, in the film. I really do like how it takes the the ground battle up into the, you know, up into the treetops for for the uh, anything that was intimate. Uh, it's neat. It makes for an amazing toy, an amazing you know bunch of toys, and uh, I want that freaking Lego one so. Yeah. Somehow we got to get that Lego one around here. Yeah, if we could put it up in uh, the headquarters, I guess we'll call this Star with the WTF headquarters. Uh, uh, we should be putting all my Legos. I have 
all my Lego Star Wars stuff. I have a storage unit filled with Lego. Oh man, there it's, you go. It's yeah, because the only tough. thing we currently have in headquarters that's Star Wars related is that like <laughs> laser pistol over there that looks like Han Solo's but isn't. No, it's just a Star a Return of the Jedi laser pistol. Yeah, it's uh, it's Luke's pistol. It's not that cool. No. It looks like it's missing a piece. Too. It is missing a piece. It's missing the battery cover. Yeah. But it's still in the box. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the Ewok Village, I, I agree absolutely with Jay. It's a great toy set. It's a great it's a great set in the movie. It's a great little thing. Um, so do you have any final questions? Because mm. I wasn't able to generate one in time. Question about Ewok Village? Yep. Um, if you were an Ewok... And you could choose any of those sections to live in. <laughs> Where would you live? Food storage. <laughs> <laughs> you know Food what? storage is one we did not talk about. It's between family and... The unmarried, unmarried female. So they trust those family. Like, that family has to be fatter than everyone else because they're probably sneaking in every night and being like... Yeah, there's a section called you know. food storage. It's conveniently across, you know, pretty far from the place of sickness. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good, actually. You don't want food that. storage is is the place that. to live. Um, you know, I you know could what? say I'd live with in the unmarried female. That's what I was about to say as well. Would be you the know, other one I'd like to live in. Um, but uh, the the chief's hut is, you know, probably as big as the rest of the Ewok village combined. So I mean, if I had to take a guess, though, I imagine the shaman one is nice and like cozy and like you. It would be the only one because the chief has to still with his family. It's true. The shaman shaman's gets to gotta live, be nice. He's gotta be live alone. And you get to be force sensitive if you're a shaman, I guess. If you're uh what's his name? Low Gray. Low Gray. He could be an evil Jedi teddy bear. <laughs> 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 Hello, and welcome to the Star with the F*** Game Show. I'm your host, Jason, and my uh, guest here today is... Agluck! Agluck. I'm a male Duloc who lived on the forest moon of Endor. I lost my arm from a stormtrooper. Wow. Yeah. Um, So how are you going to buzz in? I had another one, I think. I think. You have to keep (laughs) one arm behind your back. Oh, oh man. (laughs) Buzz with the other. (laughs) Well, since you're the only contestant today, I'll let you just shout out your answer. The question, I'm going to name a Star Wars thing from Wikipedia, and you're going to tell me what it is. Today's isn't super difficult, because it has a keyword in it. It's Bryalian, B-R-I, apostrophe, A-H-L-I-A-N, Bryalian creature. Bryalian creature. Okay, that makes it quite easy, because I know it's a creature, but I'm sure it has a hilarious picture or something. <laughs> it um, sure does. So I'm going to guess that it's probably a lizard. It's probably got, like, three horns for the Bryolian creature. It's probably from a comic book, maybe. Um, probably, like, hit Luke once in the back. Like, in one comic book scene, and they just put it in the Wikipedia. Um, if I had to take a guess... Yeah, I'm going to say it's a lizard creature with, like, multiple horns, maybe off to the side of their head, and they're non-carnivorous, they're, they're herbivores, and maybe, or maybe they, they aren't, maybe they eat womp rats and banthas, and they're, like, maybe slightly feline in look. So that, that's my answer. No, felineous <laughs> reptile with horns that eats womp rats. So, what makes you think lizardish? 
which is my... Uh, I'm curious about that. Because I always think of, like, weirdly in Star Wars, I always think of everything as being lizards. <laughs> um, but it's also that uh, I, I think of creature, and I think of, like, a monster of okay. some kind. So, um, I can't even tell if this is lizard-like, but I will read it. A green-skinned, yellow-eyed, quadrupedal species of creatures with long snouts lived on the planet Brial. In 19 BBY, one such creature considered eating the discarded head of the protocol droid C-3PO, but ultimately decided against it and tossed the head down a hill. Uh, the end. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> it looks like it. Like a lizard anteater. <laughs> There's definitely something wrong with it. And the craziest thing is it has a snout like an anteater with a really tiny uh, opening, but it was going to eat the head of C-3PO. It doesn't look like you can eat anything. <laughs> but it tossed the head down the hill because it could. I, I, I mean, I want to give you a point because you said lizard-like and it's green, but no. Can nope. I, can I at least have a quarter of a point? <laughs> or at least guessing one you get a point. Of... You get a point for each hand, or a quarter of a point for each hand that you have. No. And let's give him a hand. <laughs> uh, I'm offended. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that, Agluck. <laughs> Agluck. And that's it. He loses. We yeah. all win. C-3PO's discarded head, which is very interesting. If you want to know more about this, Star Wars Clone Wars Ad Adventures Volume 4, which I'm assuming is a comic? Yeah, it looks like a comic. It's um, one of the cartoony comics they made for the TV show. Yeah. C-3PO loses his head, which is interesting enough. I'd like to see that. I would, too. I would like to see how it tries to eat anything. <laughs> all right. Alright, so signing off for the Ewoks. Yep. Uh, so uh, this is where we start singing Yup Nub, isn't it? Yup Nub. That's the end credit song. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was brought to you by beautiful downtown Bright Tree Village. Swing on by.